Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the Kind Parenting Company, wife, proud mum of twin boys, and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode 49. Today is a solo episode and it's going to be a short one as well, but it's one that I felt compelled to share with you, particularly given that it is nearly the end of the year. So this episode is just me sharing with you one of my journal entries, which is surrounding 10 things that I have learnt this year. Now, <laughs> I feel as though I've definitely learnt far more than 10 things, but when I was flying recently on the weekend and writing in my journal, I felt compelled to just jot down some of the biggest learnings that are fresh in my mind. And then once I did that list, I thought, oh, there's 10 of them, I might as well share them with you because maybe they'll be helpful for you as well. So let's get into it. Number one, the first thing that I wrote down is the thought or the preoccupation or the pending dread of a problem or something hard or bad is way worse than the actual doing or dealing or facing of that problem or that hard situation. So often we find ourselves worrying, being anxious, predicting, just being preoccupied with what some, you know, with something that is coming up that we don't want to deal with. But then when we're actually in the midst of doing it, we realize, okay, it's fine and I'm doing it and I didn't need to be so worried about it. It's similar to realizing that the feeling of wanting to be free of a problem is actually worse than a lot of the problems we have. So we're kind of wired to want to be comfortable at all times and when there's discomfort we want to get rid of that discomfort and that dis-ease so it's understanding that the feeling of wanting to be free of the problem is often worse than the actual problem in front of you I hope that makes sense number two is you don't get to tell someone else what their experience is of something of a certain situation you don't get to project, dictate or decide what an experience is like for someone else, even and especially when you're part of that experience yourself too. And this came to my mind recently when I was walking my dog Lou and we were both on this walk together and this might sound silly but I realized I really wanted to walk directly and quickly and Lou really wanted to walk slowly, deliberately, sniffing everything, really just meandering, just really going slow. And I had a moment of going, wow, here we are in this shared experience, both on a walk, 
both in the same spot, but having completely individual experiences and desires. And yeah, just understanding that even when you're there with someone, you don't get to dictate what their experience is. And that just applies to so many situations. Particularly this year, I've just found myself often thinking that was my experience of what, you know, of something, but someone else gets to have their own experience and I don't get to be the one to dictate or project or tell them what that is or what it should be because we all come up with our own our own takeaways based off our own beliefs and our own core values which are shaped from childhood so that was a big one for me number three is friends really are the family that we choose for ourselves simple but true This year in particular has been one that I've relied upon friends so much more than I ever have in my life and I feel like it's been one of the best things to come out of this year, really strengthening friendships and giving them the attention and value that they deserve and that I've been unable to give them in the past for a variety of different reasons. It's hard when you're in a situation anyone listening out there it's really common for people to be in a situation where you might not feel super supported or lifted up by family members and in that instance understanding that you do have the power to go out and form relationships and create your own kind of family with friends is really powerful number four is in any moment it is up to us to choose the thought that best serves us. So that sounds really simple and it might just sound like positive thinking but if you really sit with it and think about the amount of times throughout your day that you have a chance to either choose a thought that makes you feel poorly or makes you feel worse or even just makes you feel neutral versus a thought that makes you feel uplifted and positive there are situations all throughout the day where you have this choice whether it's driving along and you're in traffic and you can choose to think that people are on the roads today purposefully to piss you off and make you late or you could choose to imagine that the person who's driving really slow or poorly in front of you is perhaps a learner and it's their very first day behind the wheel Or when you're in a situation perhaps where you feel like another woman is judging you and you're realizing that you're thinking, maybe she's looking at my outfit thinking that I'm daggy or maybe she thinks I think I'm too good for myself or whatever it could be. Realizing, oh, actually in all of these moments, I could choose a thought that serves me far more. And we may never know what thought is true you might not know whether that woman what that you know that woman is thinking of you and it doesn't really matter but you have the power to choose a thought that lifts you up or makes you feel better number five listen to your inner voice for the ultimate alignment and guidance she knows so give her a chance to tell you what you need Now that might sound a little woo-woo to some and I don't blame you but this year has been a big one for me in really understanding that I know when something is off and I need to listen to it and when you don't listen to your inner voice 
that's when things really go awry and go off the tracks. Now, how to listen to your inner voice? Personally, I think it's about really being in tune with your body and your mind. And so obviously giving yourself the gift of good sleep, good nutrition and movement, being healthy helps. But also, and this is the biggest one, is creating space to just be quiet. We're all so busy being busy. We have so many things happening. Like right now, you're probably doing a task while listening to this podcast. And I love that. I love being efficient and managing time. And I'm all about that life. But this year, I've really, really learned that you have to carve out time to just be where there's silence and you're just purely focusing on your breathing or not even focusing on anything at all, just being still. That's when I feel like you can actually hear that inner voice, that gut feeling and tune into it. Number six is I've learned that when I personally am out of my alignment, the things that come up for me are anger, sadness and frustration. Now, they're all normal emotions and it's healthy to feel those emotions. But if I'm feeling frustrated and feel like I'm overreacting or feeling angry, I know I've been pulled out. I've allowed myself to be pulled out of alignment in one way or another. Maybe it's from saying yes to things that I should have said no to or spending time with people that I know don't make my soul happy or... You know, there's a variety of different things that can pull you out of alignment, but just realizing what are the red flags for you? What indicates for you that you need to really go back inwards and focus on yourself? Now, tip number seven, kind of, um, or not tip, (laughs) the thing I've learned, number seven, is knowing your toolkit is invaluable. And when I say toolkit, what I mean is a list of behaviors and actions that you can rely upon that you can turn to when you are feeling out of alignment or when you're just not generally feeling very happy knowing your own toolkit is a must do you must know what it is that makes you feel more like yourself so whether it is deep breathing it's journaling It's exercising, spending time with friends, dancing, cooking, reading, whatever it is, getting out in nature. Just having an awareness and an understanding of what works for you is paramount. Know your toolkit because if you don't give yourself some healthy coping mechanisms, then it creates space for unhealthy coping mechanisms mechanisms to creep in and you could end up on relying on habits and behaviors that really don't serve you or add value to your life. Number eight is when I'm stressed in life, it's so important for me to moderate, minimize and mitigate other stresses such as caffeine, high intensity training and poor sleep. So it's no secret, this has been a really big year personally for me and far out. It's been stressful at times, it really has. But I realized what I learned recently through an amazing audio book, which I'm going to record a book club podcast as well, just so I can share some takeaways. But I really understood how important it is to be responsible for the stress that I'm adding 
to my day that is unnecessary. So we all go through things in life that are hard and stressful, but we need to also be mindful of what we're adding in that's just adding more and more weight, more stress, more pressure. And so for me, that was understanding, okay, I need to really moderate my training to ensure that I'm not overdoing it. I'm not overtraining in a high intensity style and stressing out my body when I'm already in that state. I also divorced coffee. (laughs) I gave up on caffeine. I still like decaf, but I've given up on full strength coffee because that's another stressor that was just adding more weight to my stress and potential anxiety. So that was a big one for me. Now, the next one is to understand that your identity is repeated habits. And that one came from another great book. And like I said, I'll touch on this in a book club episode. But understanding that your habits really are the foundation for your identity for a lot of us and editing your habits will edit your identity so looking at what you do throughout the day what habits are you forming or have you formed that are in line with who you are and most importantly who you want to be So understanding that you have the power to go, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want in life? And what sort of habits do I need to form to allow myself to get there? Refining your habits is such a gift to give to yourself. And I just think it's a big one to really ruminate on as we go into a new year as well. Now, last but definitely not least, maybe the biggest one of all, number 10 you are responsible for what you attract like attracts like now that might be a bit of a sticky one for some people and again this is just what i feel i have learned and believe to be true but we really are responsible for everything that we bring into our life whether it is because we're vibrating at a frequency that is attracting something or not attracting something perhaps repelling something or whether it's because we've brought something into our life because we needed we needed it whether it's a lesson or an experience or it was being used as potentially a coping mechanism or to deviate from something else i think that we can all relate to bringing things into our life to distract us at times But understanding that you are responsible for what you attract and like really does attract like. And this can kind of lean back on number nine is, you know, understanding that your habits create your identity. So what is your identity and what are you attracting from that? What are you bringing into your life? I think that's a really, really big one. So anyway... I could go on. (laughs) I could share with you more things that have really resonated with me this year. But those were the first 10 things that came to mind as I was journaling. And I just wanted to share them with you. Fingers crossed they've helped someone out there. It's certainly been a really big year personally. And I just wanted to take this chance to say a massive thank you to everyone out there who chooses to listen to the podcast who chooses to allow me into their home via their phone. It means a lot to me. 
and for everyone who has sent me a message of support and love and kindness or to everyone who has left a comment of love or kindness please just know that it does mean an awful lot to me and I'm very very grateful I hope that as you reflect on the year that has passed us is still passing us you can write down a couple of things that you've learned as well and also a couple of things that you want to take with you into the new year Thank you so much for listening to this super speedy, super short episode. It would mean the absolute world to me if right now you choose to take a screenshot of this podcast episode, pop it up on your Instagram stories and tag me at Kylie Camps so I can see where you are and what you're up to. I seriously get the biggest kick out of seeing you listen to the podcast. So a massive thank you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And I can't wait to keep sharing more with you next year. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.